0: Listening to Maverick Athletics, a production of the Kiowa County Media Center, with your host Cameron Bernie.
1: Welcome in, everybody! First actual episode of the year coming for you here today, and oh, do we have a treat for you? Head volleyball coach here at Kiowa County, Randy Fulton, sat down with me and. We talked for about 15 minutes, but man, we could have talked for two, three, four hours easily. I mean, the stories he's got, he's been coaching at Greensburg since 1989. He started the program here and has been here ever since, hasn't gave it up yet. And he's back for another run at it this year. The volleyball team last year, as close as you can be to going to the state tournament. I mean, they could not have gotten any closer. Two points away, 25 23 in the third set against the eventual state champions in Spearville. Kiowa County last year, they went 28 6, did the girls. Three of, their, three of those six losses were to the eventual state champion in Spearville, including the one in the sub state championship game. We had two other losses to Meade, who was the league champs. So five of their six losses to the state champs and the league champs. They lose two first-team all-league girls in Addie Heinsohn, who was a first-team all-league hitter, and Charlie Friesen, who was first-team all-league libero. They also lose Addison Shear, But other than that, this is a volleyball team that has reloaded. They bring back Reagan Heft, who was honorable mention all-league setter last year. Blythe Campbell was second on the team in kills behind Addie. And then Marley Little will come back as well this year. She's just going to be a junior as a middle hitter. Grace Thompson, Bear Alvarez, Shelby Lingafelter, You'll hear Coach Fulton talk about all of these girls, and they're going to do something a little bit different this year, something that he's done some, not a lot, because you lose a first-team all-league libero, and he talked about how much depth this Kiowa County team has and how he's got five hitters that he said can hopefully play all the way around and they're some of his best passers. So he's going to talk about his libero and is he going to have one? Is he not going to have one? Has he made a decision yet? First match of the year though, it's a tournament in Satana on Saturday as I sit here and record this on Friday the 26th. He said they've been going to Satana I think he said for 28 years in a row now they've been going out there. As There's not a lot of teams that play this first weekend. He's got 10 practices in, and they're going to play a tournament. But he said the girls are just ready to get going. And So with that being said, so let's dive in here. And with that being said, this is Kiowa County head volleyball coach in his 33rd year. This is Randy Fulton. All right, welcome in. We got head coach Randy Fulton here, and you said your 33rd year of coaching this year? Yep, 33 years. Been around the block, seen it pretty much all in that case then. But no, coach, we'll just jump straight into it. Thanks again for jumping on here with me. We'll start last year so close, so close. I mean, as close as you can be two points from going to the state tournament and you lose to the eventual state champions And does that, you lose to Spiritville, they end up winning it all, does that make it hurt more or does that make it a little bit easier knowing that you lost to the team that won it all?
0: Oh, we've had this happen a lot in my 33 years, to be honest. Um, It hurts probably more, just because I knew we had the team that could uh, win it all and we we were peaking at the right time. Um, Got everybody healthy and the girls kind of bought into the system of what we're doing and yeah it it hurt it uh you know sometimes you lose and you knew you didn't have a chance it's different but um we've we've lost to probably the state champion or state runner up i think i counted one year it was probably 13 or 14 times in sub-state holy cow yeah yeah we've, we've got a tough area here that um volleyball's been pretty big and i think you know, when I first started in '89, uh, I started the program here at, at Greensburg, and um, we were a basketball school. We had tennis, and and the girls did, and you know it didn't take long for the the girls to really buy into volleyball, and it, it's just a neat sport. Yeah,
1: it's fun. It's a probably one of my favorite ones to actually just play.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too, and that's what the girls say they. They think the season's too short because it doesn't <laughs> seem to last very long, and th- and that's always good. Yeah.
1: So you said you started it back in '89. How did you go? How did you go about getting that all started?
0: Well, I interviewed for a business uh, position and at the school, and the superintendent and principal uh, asked me. they said, "Well, do you know anything about volleyball?" And I said, "Well, my sister played four years in college and." And uh, I said I helped a little bit at the college when, in Kearney State when I was in Kearney, and they had a good program. I said I always liked watching it, yeah. and so they asked me if I wanted to start a program. I said, "Well, you bet." And so um, I started it. I had 45 girls, and I was one coach. That was it. Wow! And I had one gym, no air conditioning. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, it was brutal and you know after that that year I just told the superintendent principal I said I won't do this again unless you give me a girl assistant you know uh, a young young kid coaching 45 girls and that's not a really good (laughs) idea that's a that's a hard hard job but but I like the sport um and just kind of you know went and watched Barton County was good at the time and and you know the coach that's there is at KU now uh Bashard and uh, I used to go up and take my daughter. She did, she was born in '89, and I'd take her up and watch their practices, and when I could, and and he'd talk to me, and and uh, he was kind of like me. He started at Lewis Junior High, but he had some good assistants that kind of understood volleyball, and and he just picked their brain and worked for him as well.
1: So you uh, obviously you start the program. Any years that just really stand out in your head? Just that you think and just wow, that one was a lot of fun,
0: yeah oh, well, really all of them. i mean i I can't think of a year you know i I can still remember the first win uh that we had um, that first year we went four and sixteen um and uh every year after that we've 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 been over five hundred and and a lot of times we've won up to thirty thirty matches most of the time Wow but I've had good athletes I've had good coaches with me and and uh you know but but the biggest thing is the girls enjoy it and you got to make it fun and and uh you know they they really they'll buy in and, and work hard if if you as coaches if you make it fun and and let them understand that I'm not here for intramurals you know we're here to play hard and And compete, and I think once they buy into that, it's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: So shifting a little bit to this year, obviously you lose two first-team all-league players in Addie Heinson and Charlie Friesen, and then Addison Shear also. But you bring back, I mean, you bring back most of the rest of your team. And how how excited are you for what this team can be? Being two points away from going to the state title last year, and just kind of reloading.
0: Yeah, you know, losing losing Addie and and Addison and and Charlie and and probably, you know, obviously Addie, you could go to Addie when you needed to, to put a kill on there, you know, and and uh I'm not going to have probably a girl this year that's just going to be dominant, but I think I've got I've got five hitters and I'm hoping that that every game, the match that we have will have, you know, two of those girls can be dominant uh as enough to get the ball on the ground might not be the wild plays like addy could have and some other hitters in the past but i think i've got some really really good hitters and and uh i got a you know reagan Hef set for me for four years now so if you have a good setter um you're going to be pretty good but my my deal with charlie losing charlie in the back she played three years for me and she was a really good passer um so I've got some young girls that, and some older girls that need to fill that spot. Um, I don't think just one girl is going to take Charlie's spot this year. Just the way things were going to work, um, we're going to have a by committee a little bit. And I'm hoping Shelby Langefelter, she's a senior for me, and I'm hoping she can kind of jump in that middle spot a little bit and, and pass the ball like I know she can and do some things. And then Marley, little to play around all the way, I hope. And and as well as Baron Blythe will play some back row, and, and then some some juniors will step in there. Atley and Gumpenberger and Jasmine Sandoval, and and uh, so we'll we'll do it by committee. And like I said, I've I've got a an all league setter, and and in my opinion one of the best setters in the league. And and then I've got five hitters that I think can step in and do some things. Grace Thompson on the the right hand side, as well as Hannah Greenleaf. Um, so it'll be interesting. I'm
1: excited. Yeah. i say first game or first tournament of the year on Saturday, you guys going out to Satana, more nervous, more excited, more just ready to get it started.
0: Yeah. You know, every year we get 10 practices basically before we go to Satana and we've done this every year for probably 28 years. I think we've went this tournament, but we just want to play, um, get to see where we are what we need to work on um and you know we we get to play more in the summer we didn't used to be able to play in the summer like we do i I have a league in the summer that i i started and and so the girls played 20 matches in the summer Oh wow so that's huge when you didn't have that you know you were not as far along as you are now but you know i, I kind of know where we are and the, what we needed to work on but i think now the girls are just ready to get out there and play and you know we practiced i got a lot of sore shoulders um <laughs> I, you know i'm just hoping they're they're sore and not you know hurt so that's that's always a concern in volleyball and kind of overuse a little bit and when they start out so
1: yeah and then you said so the summer league that you started where's that where's that at
0: uh we host it here oh, mhm we have four courts and I have 12 schools come in and we play varsity and JV girls and they play all, you know, JV has to play some varsity and vice versa. And it's hard, but it's good for them just to play, Yeah, you know, cause you, you can't go out in the yard and play volleyball as easy as you can basketball and some of them other sports. So, yeah.
1: And then you mentioned Charlie, are you guys going to have a libero this year or have you decided
0: yet? Or I, I haven't. Um, I don't think I'll have a true libero, and I've done this in the past, just for the simple fact that um, when you have a true libero, usually that they come in for your middles or or someone, and, and my my hitters, some a lot of them are are some of my good passers, so I really can't I can't do a true libero. I I might eventually put one out there, and just to save some rotations, I can do that and. You know, and then if someone needs a break, I can just throw that libero in and they can go in there a second and come back out. But, yeah, I, it's it's going to be different mm-hmm. than I've had in the past, but it's, it's mainly the fact of I've got five hitters that are usually, all five of them are pretty good passers. Yeah.
1: So then, assuming Reagan going to set all the way around, just all leagues setter just going to be the one this year.
0: Yeah, I've always ran one setter. Um, I don't. I can't remember a year that, you know, I didn't run just one. It's, it's easy to get continuity that way, and and when you got a, when you got a really good setter, you, d- you don't want to sit them on the bench for a couple of rotations. You know, you need them out there, and you know Reagan. Most of my setters have always been, you know, not only really good setters, but they're, they're just really good athletes. They understand the game, and I've always been fortunate enough that that Christie this is. Her second daughter's been in the program. She was her other daughter was a setter and and uh, one of my daughters was a setter and, and uh, the other one could have been, but she was a good hitter and back row player <laughs> as well. But so, you know, I've been fortunate to have setters that, that have been in the gym since they were babies. And yeah. they, they understand that game. So Yeah. So just a couple of more or a more
1: fun question, I guess we could say, is outside of obviously here in Greensburg favorite court you've coached on or favorite favorite place that you've coached
0: god our court man it's it's awesome <laughs> so you mean, guys yeah the we, you know after tornado uh you know that was one thing i wanted to i wanted to have a court big enough to put two nets down and and from the ceiling and and all that and but uh we just got a lot of room and and girls can use their athleticism go get balls and you know when you play in small courts uh, it just it just throws that athleticism out and you know you're sitting there and the ball hits a wall when the girls could have went and got it and that's the fun part um so I don't know I it's hard to beat even even before the tornado we had a really neat uh, court and we've always had a good following of kids um in the past that would follow us the boys and come and yell and and holler and the girls that aren't up out for t- volleyball and
1: so it's hard to beat our atmosphere, I guess. Yeah. I so say you, If you want to talk about that for a minute, I, I've been around, I've seen some of the other places that people play in the student sections in high school, and very few bring as many people, especially to volleyball, that you guys do. How does that really help when you're playing at home to have all those kids behind your girls and being able to, because volleyball's a game of momentum, game of, yeah. game of runs, and to one you get on a roll. They, now it's loud now they've got everybody behind them
0: yeah it's 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 pretty good and and you know we've we've always been able to to get that support and you know i think i think in the past probably 10 years it, it's it's waned a little bit um and, and a lot of that the kids are just busy you know if they're not in school they're they're out for another sport or working and and uh, there's just so much other stuff now they do but back in the day, you know we'd have we used to have some really good crowds, but you know we also had we've had a lot of people that just follow that are older mm-hmm. and and you know the media center uh Kiowa county media center now you know they can those people can watch it online don't have to get out um my mom and dad dad's eighty six and mom's eighty two and they go to every match they have 30, 31, thirty thirty one thirty three years I've coached this starting this year and I, I'm, I can't think more than five that they've missed. Wow. That's pretty awesome. That's
1: that's pretty impressive. But I
0: also have some older uh, clientele that just kind of came and started watching older teachers that I coached, you know, taught with back in the day. And when they retired, they just kept keep going to games. Yeah, and, that's uh, cool.
1: But no, so, Coach, again, anything else you got that you want to – any talking points that you had that you wanted to bring up?
0: No, I – you know, I would, I would just say that I appreciate – Christy Heft, I think Christy, and I get this wrong, she's been with me like 30 years or 29 years wow. of those 31. That's huge. Shirley Unruh was the first assistant that I had. And, and uh, she still, Shirley still comes and does the books every match. She's like wow. my mom and dad. I can't <laughs> think how many she's missed, not very many. Um, I appreciate what she's done. I got Caitlin Altifer now, which is an older player, uh, played for me and uh now she's coaching and you know i i think you know every assistant coach i've had besides christy you know my daughter one was one for a year when she taught and has been an ex-player pretty much and i I think that shows some of the things that i wanted the sport to be more than just a sport yeah that small town community is pretty special
1: all right coach well thank you appreciate you Hopping on here with me for a little bit and good luck this year.
0: All right. Thanks. Appreciate it.
1: So once again, obviously big thanks there to coach Fulton for taking the time to sit down with me. And like I said, we could have sat down for hours and talked. I mean, we put the mics up and sat in his office and talked to him for probably another half hour, just about stories he had. So he'll be back on. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get him back on and pick at his brain a little bit and, as the season goes along, talk with him and talk through the year that he's got big hopes for. He's got very big hopes for this team. Like I said, just two points away from going to the state tournament, and it was against the state champs in Spearville, who everybody is probably chasing in 1A. Now, I say in 1A because there's rumors going around, and I this official count doesn't come out until about September 20th for the classification. But there's rumors Kiowa County may be close to going 2A for volleyball. 106 kids is the max you can have, and I believe that's grades 9 through 12, is the max you can have in B1A is 106. Last year, Kiowa County had uh, 94. I've heard through the grapevine they may be a little bit closer to going 2A, which if they go 2A, that gets them away from Spearville. And then, I mean, we're looking a long ways into the future here. I mean, we're looking two or three months down the road. But 2A, if you go east, that gets tougher. If you go north and west, all of a sudden those substates in recent history have been some of the easier ones. However, though, if they remain 1A, got to think they're chasing Spearville. State champs last year. They only lost their setter in Taylor Rutker and one of their hitters in Anna Stein. And they bring back probably the two best hitters in the league. I mean, I I don't feel like I'm going out on a limb too much and saying that. And they bring back one of the best hitters in the entire state, regardless of classification, in Oferley. Kerminger will be back as well. So that duo, I mean, two of the best in the state. They were both 1A Division I Kansas Volleyball Association first team outside hitters, and then O'Farley was also the KVA 1A Player of the Year last year as just a junior. So Spearville obviously out in front, and everybody going to be chasing, chasing them, I would imagine. And some of the other questions around the league, we'll dive into it just briefly here, just touch on it, is... Mead, there's some questions around them. They lose three first-team all-league hitters in Christensen, Unruh, and Rudzik. And then their second-team libero in Allie Miller. So Mead loses four girls. They do return one all-league selection. And it was a second-team all-league outside hitter in Carly Martin. So she'll be a junior this year. And then CC Cryer going to have to step up big time for the Buffaloes as a sophomore as it, she'll be a hitter. I guess she hits middle, but I'm really not 100% sure on that. But Mead last year, obviously league champs had those three hitters that were all explosive. And I mean, they were all all first team, all league, so obviously explosive. But you lose them, and now the question is, can Meade stick around? Can they bounce back? Or do they take a step back this year? And... I would guess we start to find that out here as the season gets kicked off pretty quick. South Gray and South Central, those would be the other two that I could see having a chance to stick around the top, maybe surprise some people. South Gray, they only lost Kraft and Addison Clark, who Clark was a first-team All-League hitter last year. They bring back their honorable mention All-League setter in Kaylee Moyer who, in my opinion, is up there. I mean, she's one of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion. Just has a nasty jump serve knuckleball that I saw at the league tournament here in Greensburg last year. And, I mean, in my opinion, she's one of the more underrated people in the league, regardless of position. But South you you wonder if they can stick around, if they can kind of scratch and claw and get their way in. To that top three, maybe. And then South Central as well would also go into that category of, wouldn't it be shocked to see them up there? Can they compete with Spearville? Maybe, maybe not. But I guess that's why you call it a preview or a way too early prediction. Because honestly, this year we know almost nothing. We know Spearville won it all. They bring a lot of people back. Kiowa County, two points away from it. They lose the explosiveness in Heinzen and the consistency of freezing in the back, but they bring almost everybody back. You gotta think that's your one two in the league. And then outside of that, three, four, five, I flip a coin. There's probably a couple other teams that you could throw in there that may surprise somebody and make a run for that third spot and maybe give one of the top teams a little bit of trouble. But that's why they play the games, and that's why I'm excited, and I'm sure everybody else is too, to really get this thing kicked off and get the season started on Saturday. And then, so obviously, volleyball on Tuesday, and then football on Friday, and volleyball Saturday, Tuesday, football. I mean, we're just getting ready to really dive into this thing head first, and I just hope everybody is ready for it. Summer's over, school's started kind of built in slow. Starting to get going, and now all of a sudden, bam, we're wide open. Again, massive thanks to Randy Fulton for jumping on with me. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview half as much as I did listening to him talk. The man is just a book of knowledge. I mean, the stories he could tell would just be absolutely awesome, and hopefully we get some of those as the year goes along. But for now, volleyball on Saturday. We'll talk with you again the first of the week, and we'll see how that first tournament of the year went. And then we'll preview football coming up next Friday. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. I'm Cameron Burney. We'll talk with you soon.
0: This has been a production of the Kiowa County Media Center. You've been listening to Maverick Athletics with your host, Cameron Burney.